Welcome to another episode of BS with Brett. Today, I'm going to rant about the fills, talk about last weekend, kind of go game by game and give my thoughts. And then, you know, unfortunately, COVID is kind of interfering with the season right now. Uh, over half the Marlins tested positive and, you know, just due to caution, the Phils are probably not playing until Friday, at least. So, you know, it's just disappointing to see all the negativity surrounded by, you know, obviously you don't want to see anybody test positive for it, but I just hate to see people being so negative saying cancel the season or, you know, cancel sports. There's no way we can play with this with this virus. And it's just, you know, it's one team. You know, instead of being so negative and saying cancel the season, I I would like to see us maybe, you know, make an example out of the Marlins. You know, what were they doing, you know, to where this happens to them? You know, just learn from it, all right? Instead of just being so negative and saying, oh, we have to cancel the season because, you know, a lot of their guys tested positive. I, I think it can be... You know, something we can learn from because if this thing interferes with football, there a lot of people are going to be upset, including me. So I just think we got to learn from it. And you'd have to think like it was to be expected that this would happen to at least one team. It, it, they're probably not going to be the first team it happens to. But, you know, that's why they have these taxi squads. And we just... I would rather, you know, us try and figure it out as opposed to just being so quick to say, cancel the season, cancel baseball. All right, because, and then here's the other thing. When people talk about, you know, baseball screwed up by not being in a bubble. Well, if you're going to blame somebody, blame the players. Because baseball had a plan where they wanted to do a bubble in Florida and Arizona so, and the players didn't want to do that. They they said, no, no way. So, I think there was, you know, effort being put in to try and do a bubble-type deal. But, you know, I, I just want to see us try and work together. How can we get better? How can we learn from this? So, that's where I'm at with the whole COVID deal. Hopefully, we get to see some Phillies baseball on Friday. But without further ado, so, hop right in. Last Friday, you know, Friday was pretty ugly. Um, I think Alcantara, the arm they threw at us, was pretty solid. You know, was chucking it, throwing in the upper 90s, had some good stuff. And he made us look really bad. And you just like to see, you know. I saw some stat yesterday where the Phillies are, the, as far as, like, runs created or something along those lines that the Phillies – have the second best offense in baseball so far. And no, they hit, they went like three for 24 with runners in scoring position. And the at bats on Friday were horseshit. So you can riddle me all them numbers. It wasn't good enough this weekend. Too many runners left on base. And honestly, the offense on Sunday especially, was more disappointing for me than the bullpen. Because for me, the bullpen being a disaster, when you look at it, it, 
it's almost to be expected. Like, what were you expecting? I said it going into the year. We don't have Robertson or Sir Anthony. You know, those are our two best high leverage bullpen arms. And you don't have them at your disposal. You're in a bad spot. All right. So. Yes, it's disappointing when, you know, some of these young guys in the pen, you know, have frustrating outings and all that good stuff. But, I mean, you're without your two best arms back there. Naris is your closer. You know, he only threw one inning all weekend. It was Sunday and mop up, you know, games out of games out of line already. So, yeah, I mean... I saw people upset that Girardi put Ramon Rosso in first arm out of the pen after Nola. And honestly, in a 60-game season like this, where you know you don't have your two best arms, like, sure, you probably could have gone to Tommy Hunter or Jose Alvarez there. But I don't have any problem with going to the young guy. I had seen some good things about that kid. And, you know, tough first outing for sure. But what's more frustrating for me is... Austin Davis, why is he still with us? Who's Reggie McLean? See, my thing too is when you see bullpens in the MLB right now, no one's throwing below 95, man. All these dudes are just pumping. And you see this guy, Reggie McLean and Cole Irvin, just throwing meatballs up there. It's just ridiculous. You know, at least if you're going to find these random dudes, at least go get some dudes that can chuck it, man. I don't know. They're just they're just not going to be able to legitimately compete unless they come out swinging night in to night out and the starting pitchers can go at least five innings. If Velasquez can only go three innings and, you know, it was Nola's first outing. And hopefully he would let Vince go farther than three innings if it wasn't his first outing of the season. But we just got to get these arms going deeper into games to give ourselves the best possible shot. Without that, they're in a tough spot because the bullpen is just not good enough. And it showed because the frustrating thing is, is as good as swings as the Marlins are putting on our guys and as bad as our bullpen is, you have to think that there's no way that the Marlins bullpen's any better. They're not. There's no way. So that's why, you know, Sunday's more frustrating for me. Come out 4 nothing, and then you only put up two more runs the rest of the game. They had bases loaded multiple times in that game, and they only got one run out of it. They had bases loaded. I, I want to say it was three or four innings in a row with less than two outs, and they only scored one run. So not good enough. But, you know, to Nola, he wasn't great. You know, he wasn't awful. Um, you know, like that pitch to Aguilar where he hit it out, it wasn't a bad pitch. It was a curveball down. It was over the plate. You know, put a good swing on it, all right? I mean, it is what it is. Nola is the least of my worries with this Phillies ball club. Like I said, the at-bats on Friday were just awful. So... I think they had five hits on Friday. Definitely nice to see D.D. get around on one. You know, two home runs on the weekend. He looks great, man. He looks like he's back. 
from injury. He looks healthy. And, you know, he looks like a player, man. The player that we would probably want to keep long term. No doubt about it. So that's the story for Friday. You know, it was pretty ugly all around. Other than the DD home run. You know, five hits. Nola only went five. The bullpen sucks. It's basically Friday. Saturday? I thought Wheeler looked great. You, you just love to see. I think his last pitch of his outing was 98 up in the zone for a strikeout. You know, I mean, he was chucking it all afternoon. Looked good. That bats progressively got better on Saturday. You know, they were taking more walks. They're definitely working the count. And then another home run from DD. You got one from Real Muto. And then that man, Goose Barrels. Whew. Taking one deep to left field, taking one deep to right field. Mm, putting good swings on the ball, man. You love to see that out of a bench guy, you know, a uh, you know hometown kid. It's good stuff. I think they said he's probably, you know, like 12 for 14 if you date back to the last few scrimmages of summer training, I guess you could call it. But... Yeah, that man Goose Barrels kind of saved our ass on Saturday, putting that game out of reach. So that was good stuff. So Sunday, like I said, Sunday was the most disappointing day for me because you're up four nothing, and then Vince, you know who I was high on going into this year because of that changeup he added. I think it's obvious that. Vince might just be a head case, man. And that's the problem with Pavetta. And it looks like Vince might just have a bad case of it, too. You got to think. First play of the game. Ground ball to Hoskins. Reese flips it to Velasquez at first. Takes his eye off the ball. Drops the PFP. And yes, they got out of the inning, but... I just feel like Vince is too good of an athlete to let that happen. And what also is concerning is his velo. I mean, he was hitting 95 a few times, I guess, but his velo wasn't really there for me. I mean, I want to see him pitch at 95. I don't want to see him touch at 95 and pitching at 93, 94 because... He throws his fastball like he is throwing the shit out of it. And he's just not getting it by guys. And when um, when Aguilar hit that home run and then he hit the next guy and they got another guy on, Rojas, you knew that there was about to be something over the plate and Rojas put a good swing on it, man. So just really disappointed with Vince, man. You just know he can be better. Like, How do you shove it up the Yankees like that the week before? And you look like that against the Marlins. I just want to see him throw his off speed a lot more. So I just feel like he gets too fastball happy. He gets wild, leaving his fastball up. All that good stuff. So disappointed with Velasquez. And we just got to find a way. Like, if we can get good Vince and get him through six innings, you know, mostly every time. That's what we need, but we cannot have you going three innings. With this bullpen, you're fucked. It's sad, man. But there were some bright spots from last weekend. You know, Dee, obviously. Wheeler looked great. 
Phil Gosselin, Goose Barrels, hell yeah. And then it makes you wonder when Adam Hazley goes four for six on Sunday, why was he not in the lineup all weekend? But, you know, Hazley looks good. Looks like he lowered his hands a little bit. He just, he's so smooth, man. Smooth and easy pop. He was hitting line drives to left field, you know, two hop in the wall. Just, he's got a great swing, man. And you just want to see Hazley in the lineup every single day. So, there is definitely some bright spots. But, you know, going one and two against the Marlins, it's not what you want. They got to get over this thing they got with the Marlins. And I think the Marlins are better, and you have to give them that respect. You know, Jonathan VR, Corey Dickerson, who I would have loved to have kept. Um, they got Francisco Cervelli and... But, you know, they had some young guys already, like Brian Anderson. He's a good third baseman, right? Young and up-and-coming player for sure. So, you know, they added some good vets this offseason. Dickerson, VR, Aguilar, and Cervelli. Yeah, those four. So, it makes their lineup a little deeper, and they're just a more respectable team. But I still... It's just disappointing because there's no way... Like, their pitching is not any better. Alcantara, definitely good. But after that, I mean, and Caleb Smith, and we we had a good day against Caleb Smith, but that dude they threw out there on Sunday, he was bad. And we got after him the first inning, and I'm not going to sit here and say they let the foot off the gas, but, you know, an all-around bad effort by Vince letting up four right after we got four, you can't be doing that shit, all right? Like, offense puts you in a good spot. That's when you need to settle in and you need to mow it down. That doesn't, that's not the time where you need to start giving up barrels and home runs, man. They just got to be better. It's disappointing because I feel like they can be. Like, I feel like the offense can put together a whole game and the pitching can be better. And if the bullpen's going to be, you know, the fall for this team, then it is what it is. But I just want to see the guys who I know can be better be better. Um, it's just... It's just super disappointing, you know. But I saw the Nationals are struggling. You know, they might be one and three or one and four. The Mets have won the last two. The Braves are struggling. But it's just unfortunate. You want to see the Phils in action. You want to see them try to figure it out. But the thing about it, too, is when you watch last weekend, it it just feels like I'm watching the same old shit. You know, bad pitching. And then glimpses of hope with the offense. But overall, just... They're just, you know, there's a lot left to be desired, I feel like. So, you know, three games in, we'll just have to see. But, and like I said, you know, the Braves and the Nats might be struggling a little bit, but the Braves are playing the Rays, who are good. All right, the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are going to be good. They have good young players. So, the whole seat in 
you saw how they looked against the Marlins, the Phillies. If that's how we're looking against the Marlins, this whole season is going to be an uphill battle. The Marlins are supposed to be one of the easier teams on your schedule. Like I said, the lineup for them is way more respectable, but that pitching is still not good. So after that Alcantara dude, we got to go to work, and we got to go to work all weekend. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say they let the foot off the gas, but we got to do better with runners in scoring position, man, especially on Sunday. Like, they left so many runners on base on Sunday. They lost by five. I think if they would have scored five runs, if they would have scored 11 runs on Sunday, I still think they would have left a lot of runners on base. That's how many runners they left on base. It's ridiculous. So, you know, not great stuff, man. But, you know, Friday can't get here soon enough. They're going with Nola. They're just going to restart the rotation. You love to see that. Let Nola get back out there. Wheeler. And uh, I might let somebody else pitch before Vince. I, I was so disappointed because it was just night and day, the way he looked against the Yankees. And then the way he looked against the Marlins. I think it's mental. He just has to get over the hump, man. Because it's there. You saw what he can do. You know, in those preseason scrimmages. You saw that that stuff is there. And I don't know if he tries to overthrow in games or... uh, I don't know. I don't know. He just... He definitely just looked rattled. First play of the game, after he dropped that ball, he gets through that inning, but he just gets too rattled for me. Like, I can see it in his face. And it's like, dude, shit's going to happen. It ain't going to be perfect. But, you know, we got to grind it out, man. We can't get so rattled. So, I, I still I still think I want to see more from this offense. Like, I'm, not, I'm not giving up or anything like that. It's just... I want to see improvement. Like, when I watched last weekend, like I said, I just felt like I was watching the same old shit. So I just want to see some different stuff. Like, I want to see us hit with runners in scoring position. I want to see if Girardi and Brian Price can kind of instill some confidence in our pitching and our bullpen. Just so we can get the most out of them, you know? I mean, somehow, some way, second half of the year last year, our bullpen year, all right, oof. Our bullpen ERA was fourth best in the league. Something along those lines. So I definitely think, you know, they, maybe they can't be the fourth best bullpen ERA in the league for these 60 games. But if we can just not be terrible <clears throat> and our offense can be a little bit better, hit with runners in scoring position. <clears throat> I think they're going to be in a better spot. No doubt about it. So we'll just have to see. We got to get McCutcheon going. Got to get Reese going. You know, Reese was working good at bats, but just, you know, sometimes when these dudes hang curveballs to him early in the count, you just want to see him pull the trigger, man. Because, and sometimes I think it's unfair because. He was so hot when he came up a few years back at the end of the season. 
but you know it's unfair to expect you know that type of streak to continue but you just he obviously has a good eye and he can work the count and he has pop you, i just you know i think you know i speak for a lot of people we just want to see him pull the trigger on those hangers and early in the count just be a little more aggressive, no doubt about it. So Harper put a great swing on the ball on Sunday. I'm not worried about Harper. I love Bryce. Night in, night out. The dude goes hard, and he's a baller, man. So love Harper. I don't worry about Real Muto. Um, I hate Segura. He's awful. Ever since he, you know, didn't give us a little courtesy jog down the line after that pop-up out in San Diego last year. And then Ian Kinsler lets the ball drop and McCutcheon gets in a pickle and tears his ACL. It's just, you give me a little courtesy jog down the line to where Ian Kinsler doesn't feel like he can let the ball drop like that. And then all of our knees are intact. I mean, it's just that simple. So really unfortunate situation there, but Ever since then, I've been all the way out on Gene Segura. He's just, he, and, you know, you can just add with that, that last year was one of his worst years at the plate. I mean, I just don't think he's got it like that anymore. Like, I don't know if he's trying to hit more home runs because he pops up way too much for me. Way too many pop-ups. He lunges at the ball. He swings at everything. And I would just rather see Alec Bohm play third. Gene Segura is the type of guy you would have out there right now if, you know, we are pitching was like it was, you know, back in 2011 and stuff like that. Or, you know, just even if we are a more competitive and just where we're legitimately contending and he can bat like sixth or seventh for you. But... Since the Phillies, like I said, at best we're going to finish 500. I don't see the point of having Segura out there, man. I'd rather see Bone play third. I want to see Spencer Howard come up as soon as possible. I get there's that whole thing with the, you know, years of control in his contract. But as soon as they can bring him up to where they're all good with that, I need to see him because obviously we've seen and we kind of know what we're getting with the rest of our arms. And it's not good enough, so... Um, yes, would love to see Alec Bohm and Spencer Howard as soon as possible, for sure. So, because you see, like, we're about to play the Blue Jays, hopefully on Friday, and they're about to be rolling out Bichette, Biggio, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. They're about to be rolling out these young cats, and, I mean, let me go ahead and guess, that we're going to be watching them rail the ball around the yard on our pitching, so, yes, because unless Segura's poking the ball around the yard, like, I don't need to see him hit, you know, little flare pop-ups to right field. Like, I just, I could care less for all that. He sucks. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just terrible. So, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I said, I'm not giving up, but... You just would have liked to see the bullpen be a little bit better than they were, and you just want to see the offense do a lot better when they get 
people on base, no doubt about it. So, got the Blue Jays on Friday. I think I saw the Marlins are going to be off all week, and their next game would be Monday against the Phils, so that's interesting. But, you know, Blue Jays for three, Marlins for three. You got to think, man, if they're going to be anything, if they're going to remain competitive, you just got to win series. Because you got to think, you get the Marlins for three in Philly to start the year, you have to win two of three. So it's just, in a 60-game season, it's just a lot less margin for error. So got to start winning series. Um, you know, we'll see when they want to bring up Bohm and Howard. But, you know, if if they keep playing like they looked last weekend, then I'm going to be really rooting for Bohm and Howard to come up. And that's really, you know, one of the few things that I'm going to be looking at night in, night out. Really want to see what Bohm is because he has the potential to be a middle-of-the-order bat for us. You know, what if he can come up and really be a dude? Like, that just lengthens out the lineup. And then Spencer Howard, you know, I mean, shit. You envision him as, if you add him in, the rotation's looking more like Nola, Wheeler, Howard. And then you can figure out the last two spots. I think Eflin... I'm not going to sit here and say that he's really good. But when you group Pavetta and Velasquez and some of these arms... Eflin's better than those guys. Because at least you can say that his ERA is going to be around a 4. And you know what you're getting from Eflin. And it's better than those other guys. And I've heard some guys quoted to say that that they think Eflin's just as good as Nola and Wheeler. So I'm interested to see what Eflin's got for us. You know, I've seen Eflin put out really good outings before. So, you know, if he can be a good four or a good five, that's all we need. So, but it's really just that bullpen. If we don't have Robertson and Sir Anthony... And if, you know, if you really only have Neris in the ninth inning and then you have Alvarez and Tommy Hunter, but other than that, you, it's just, it's tough to look at. And it's it's not good stuff. Reggie McLean, Austin Davis. Obviously, Ramon Rosso, that was his MLB debut. So we're going to give him another chance, obviously. You know, Jack Fritz was saying Rosso is going to be the setup guy. So we'll, we'll see. Like, I'm not going to give up on the guy. But we just got to be better. Like, Cole Irvin coming in, throwing meatballs on Sunday after Velasquez was just a joke. It was a joke because that game was close and then it wasn't by the snap of a finger. It was, it was ridiculous. Just throwing slop up there. It was ugly. So, like I said, just the overall theme is you just know there's a lot left to be desired, and they can just be, they can just be better. I, I just feel like if the Marlins scored eleven on us on Sunday, that we should have been able to score thirteen or fourteen. With that starter they threw out there, he was throwing flat shit, 
flat breaking balls just hanging up there, man. Throwing no more than 92, 93. Just, we just have to be better after that first inning at the end of the day. So, hopefully we can figure out this COVID shit. Hopefully it doesn't spread to more teams. Hopefully we can keep it under control. And hopefully we can get baseball and we can get sports back on the way, man. Until next time.